cliffcentral.com The long-anticipated event for all those in PR and the communications field is finally here. We are over here at the Maslow Hotel. This is exactly why they call it the Oscars of the PR and communication field. So we're live right here at the Maslow Hotel in Sandton, Johannesburg. My name is Sia Sangweni Finn. My name is Michael Flax. And Sia... It's not your usual dress code over here. Exactly. The theme for this year's PRISM Awards for 2015 is African Chic. And so we're definitely proud to give you the best and worst dress and also the main crux of the awards, which are the biggest achievers in the PR world for 2015, as we are the official media sponsors for the event. It is really starting to fill up here. Exactly. So not only are we expecting amazing, amazing guests, but also some of the prestigious 42 judges in different things. 37 categories and also the esteemed um, Leanne Manis and Ashraf Garda who will be the MCs and so much more this evening right here at the Maslow Hotel. So for an event of this caliber you definitely need the right people to judge who exactly gets to walk away with their prestigious awards at the end of the evening and so that's why it's only befitting to talk to one of the judges for the evening Cheryl Ann Smith. Thank you so much for joining Cliff Central. Thank you so much for having me. So let's actually start by chronicling this whole entire process really how has it been for you personally as a judge it's been absolutely fantastic in fact this is the third year that i've been judging and every year gets better and better yeah um people are using less buzzwords and actually getting down to doing the actual work yeah we've also seen the actual level of entries being better written and you can see that there is more time taken to send a really good entry. I saw this year there was 20% increase in entries. Absolutely, in entries and I'm sure as you see around you um, in people attending. Yeah. There's just It's become far more prestigious and mm. for us awards aren't just about awards, it's really about celebrating good work and I think that also with the rise of social media and digital as well as mobile and uh, also actually opening it up into Africa, that uh, in itself has organically grown the amount of entries. I'm sure over the years the criteria and everything's going to have to change as we develop new technologies for doing PR. Absolutely, and I think that's the one of the joys of PRISMS is we stay ahead of the times and we stay ahead of how the industry is moving to make sure that we continue celebrating uh, traditional PR but also where, where we are in the industry. So Cheryl Ann, how do we go from over 200 entries to now the nominees in the different um, 37 categories tonight? How long is that process and what exactly goes into the judging process? Well, it actually is quite an interesting process and we have different clusters of judges that judge based on their skill set uh, various categories. Those judges get the entries. Before they get the entries, there's a judge's briefing and a lot of insight into how we judge so that there is actually a lot of um, similarities across and we don't actually yeah. end up having uh, people judging based on how they feel, but there are absolute criteria that we uh, judge against. And then after we get the entries and we judge them in our personal capacities, each cluster actually gets together to have a discussion around what has worked and what hasn't worked, who's really stood out, uh-huh. who's done average and who the winners are. I'm sure with such a prestigious event, the judges are carefully selected. How do they go about the criteria for the judges now? 
very good question. Um, it has to be someone that is in the industry, that's active in the industry, and that is interested in PR or live in the PR space themselves. So we do like to choose a handful of judges. You'll see some are uh, celebs, some are well-known in the media space, and then also people that are quite niche and also new entries into the space, keeping it fresh. And definitely, I just noticed three new categories this year. Best African Network, Pan-African Campaign of the Year, and South African Campaign of the Year. What goes into such as you broaden the horizons for the categories? So for us, the presence really is about an African presence and celebrating across Africa. And the kind of campaigns that are run mm -hmm. um, is actually the way that also guides which categories are open. And we also have a look at international awards so that the quality of entry we receive can actually get entered into a global award. Fantastic stuff. Cheryl Ann Smith, thank you so much for joining us. Thank, thank you, you so much. Di Cheers. Digital strategist and specialist and director of We Collaborate, that is Cheryl Ann Smith. We're now chatting to Kevin Wellman, one of the judges at this year's PRISM Awards. And listen, with over 20 years' experience in this field, is this your first time judging, Kevin? No, I've judged the last couple of years, yeah, so it's, it's wonderful to be back. And I must say, uh, from my side, I've seen how these awards have grown probably over the last three or four years uh -huh. and seen how the quality of the entries have grown, seen how the judging panel has grown, and it's just wonderful to be here. It's, an, it's about an hour to kick off, and there's already about 200 people in the foyer. It's just, yeah. it's just great. It's great for the industry. What can we expect from such a prestigious event? I think we can expect a lot. Um, obviously, I was a, a judge this year, as, as you well know. I judged a couple of the categories, and a lot of the global agencies have entered. There was one or two um, entries from Corporates Direct. So there, there was an immense amount of creativity. So I think there's, there's going to be some heated conversations. I think there's going to be one or two disappointed people, but I think there's going to be a couple of very excited people. As a personal question... Why do you want to be a judge of the PRISM Awards? Again, absolutely. I've, I've, I've been in the industry for 20 years, as, as you mentioned. Um, I work for a global firm for that. I'm very, very fortunate. And I, I, I travel around um, the world quite a bit. I see fantastic work that gets done. And so, so many times South Africans feel that we're in the shadow of our counterparts globally. We're not. Mm -hmm. I can say that. I know. No, I can say that without parallel. And I've seen such great work, and it's just wonderful to be exposed to the work that competitors are doing and that people around the industry are doing. But as South Africans and corporates in South Africa, how are we exactly growing with our open-mindedness, so to speak, with different creative ideas within the PR field? I think the PR field has, has changed a bit with the introduction of new channels. I mean, social really got us moving forward uh -huh. uh, and, and moving differently, I think. And I think that's just opening up more and more and more things like video and video content and branded mm. advertising and content marketing and all kinds of concepts are, are really revolutionizing this field. But you are specifically about um, South Africa. Yeah. And I think in a, in a place like South Africa, uh, well, sorry, let me take a step back. If you look at sort of the Cairns Lions Awards for creativity, so many of the awards are going, being awarded to agencies doing great work. In, in not, not where you'd think they would come from, not in the Australias or in the, the Europe's or yeah. in, the, in, the, in the Americas, in strange markets, the South Americas, etc., where you can get away with something a bit more creative and something a bit more exciting. So I think that's, that's where South Africa is right now. I think we're, we're on the edge of doing great work, uh, great communications. We are on the continent as well. And I just think South Africa is so primed to have some of the most creative uh, marketing people and public relations people on the planet. And 
excuse me, another real huge thing that I'm proud of is that there are over 40 judges this year. Now, I know that might not have been the best situation for you because it might have been World War Seven <laughs> as you were trying to finalize the, the award uh, recipients this evening. But how do the different judges represent different spheres and how does that ultimately influence the award winners this evening? Uh, I, think, I think most importantly, I'm not the chief judge. Okay. <laughs> so I don't have to make those decisions, which is really cool. Uh-huh. But there, I mean, 40, having 40 judges is just a great place to start. What happens in the judging process is Marilyn Watson, who is the chief um, yeah. judge, divides the judges into, into eight, um, eight clusters, divides the, the categories or the sectors into eight areas as well, mm-hmm. and she assigns five judges per sector, of which there's a lead judge. And once again, I'm not even the lead judge of, of the sector that I judge in. So it, it is incredibly well, well put together. It's incredibly well managed. It's incredibly well judged. There are systems and processes second to none. And it's, uh, I mean, the, the, the debate that, that happens just in the cluster that I was in this year was, uh-huh. was wonderful. Fantastic. The judges that are selected, are these the leaders in their, in their individual fields? There's, there's so many ways of looking at it. There's a couple of people from, from PR agencies, yeah. which is always great because most of the awards come from PR agencies. There's a lot of people coming out of corporates. There's people coming out of NGOs. There's people coming out of niche digital agencies. There's people coming out of, of advertising agencies. Again, I mentioned corporates. So you've got a wide variety. But again, the way Marilyn manages it, she puts people together in the right area. So the more digitally savvy people clearly judge the more digital categories, for example. Mm. So she's just got a wonderful process to it. But there's such a wide framework of people or, or spectra of people. It's, it's terrific. From what I've observed is PRs changed over the years with change in technology. It's now much easier to get a message out there to the consumers. What what do you expect in the next couple of years, like in advancement in technology, in ways of doing things? Do you think it's going to all become digitalized? I think two things. You hit the nail on the head. It's much easier to get a message out there. Mm. It's much more difficult to get someone to listen. Ah. <laughs> and there's a huge difference to that. I mean, people that you're bombarded with information, mm. you can listen to anything, internet radio, <laughs> normal radio. And that's just one channel. That's just one area. The, 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 the ability to accept the message is different. So having the ability to pull something through all channels, be uh-huh. it starting at social, going into the traditional media, going into the uh, sort of the traditional broadcast media, pulling that message together. But you ask what's the, what the future holds. Mm. Things like video. Video is absolutely critical. Audio files, etc. When we have a press conference now, we are we are filming with, with, our, with our cell phones, beaming copy back to the office, having yeah. it chunked up into sizable chunks and yeah. ba- banging it out to the media. It's absolutely incredible the stuff, that, the things that are happening. So certainly technology is going to play a major role. The medium and the media have changed so dramatically. So it's, it's such an exciting time. Which mediums do you feel the consumer listens to and reacts to like the best? I mean, it's, it's a given and we, we all know this. Somebody, some, if you intimately involved in, in a medium and let's take a social media for example mm-hmm. if you follow a group of people and they say you really should be buying that motor car you're going to listen to that yeah. and you're going, you're going to take their you're going to take their advice you're going to take their guidance but there's still there's so many things that you know the specialist digital publications yeah. for, for you know when iPhone 7 comes out or the next Windows phone comes out etc you're going to go to Stuff Magazine and Toby Shapshank's um, publication and look for that that level of content because he's the leader he's the thought leader you want political information you go find it in the right place mm-hmm. but people take the best advice from people that they know mm. I've always wanted to ask someone in the PR industry What's your view on the saying, bad PR is sometimes good PR? Uh, I, I have a view on that, and it's, it's, it's quite the opposite. Bad PR is bad PR. 
good so there is a line somewhere there's a line depends what you want to achieve I mean uh, for if you're a celebrity if you're in the papers um, ask Kim Kardashian I think I think she's probably (laughs) the the worst example possible (laughs) but that's the publicity she wants ask Paris Hilton 10 years ago worst publicity possible put her on the world stage so we don't represent individuals as a company I work for a firm called Flashman Hillard we work for corporates and I believe very firmly good PR is good PR and bad PR is nowhere nowhere to be found hopefully Kevin as someone who's had so many years in the industry and more especially many years with uh, the prisms what is your personal vision for these award ceremonies I, I think these award ceremonies they, the last I think there's been a lot of changes that have come in over the last couple of years they've certainly become more dynamic they've certainly mm. enabled the new era of communications they are awarding the, the, the new era of agency but we want the, the, these awards the, the saying is the most preeminent, pre-eminent um, communications awards in Africa mm-hmm. there it is exactly. we want it to be taken a continental we want it to be the pre- most preeminent award on the continent. Exactly. Kevin Wellman, thank you so much for joining us thank right you. here on cliffcentral.com. He's not only the judge this evening, but definitely also uh, the chair of the Public Relations Consultants chapter. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. We're now chatting to another one of the judges at this year's PRISM Awards, but also quite a head honcho in his own right as well. He works very close with DNA Brand Architects and has quite a a year, many a year of experience too. I'm at such a tender age of 21, 29. Sylvester Chawuka, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. It's, it's a pleasure. Good to be here. Yes. Uh, so uh, explain your role personally as a judge at this year's um, I judge the campaign of the year. So basically all the, all the entries, um, obviously out of all of them, there were some that were incredibly a little more special. Yeah. And of course we had to kind of go through a number of them just to check which ones mm-hmm. are worthy of a of special recognition and of course you know it was quite interesting and quite intense um, and making sure that we give due diligence to the work that was done but also showcasing pretty much what the industry standard needs to be or what it should be across the board. Is this your first year judging? It's not my first year judging it's my second year judging the prisons uh, uh, particularly and I, I, and I have seen a quite, an, quite a, um, a good increase of, of really good work. Talk us through your first year um, your expectations versus reality of what actually happened at the awards, the different proposals, things like that. Mm. Um, I, I'm, I'm not new to judging. I've been judging a number of different awards across the years. And so this was quite interesting for me because obviously you have to put your PR hat mm. on. Um, and what, what is very, very specific and very um, real at the moment is the fact that um, PR is also changing, you uh-huh. know. So the way that uh, people used to look at it five years ago is no longer the way mm. that it is. So there's a lot of expectation. It's a very, very uh, dynamic industry and lots of changes. So you are seeing a lot of more integration, um, a lot more um, sort of like links between above line, below the line, and 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 and. And we're seeing that uh, sometimes all where the ideas come from can also be above the line base, but it can also be very much from a PR agency uh-huh. you know, base. So, um, you know, looking at back from the first time, I think my expectation was really around looking at the best of the best of the industry, obviously, because it is to award the best PR work. Um, and I think ultimately, I really was quite pleasantly surprised by uh, the numbers of entries, particularly the number of really good entries that uh, stood out. When it comes to PR and communications, yeah. now... There's online and there's offline. Which do you think works better? I mean, they all have their attributes and some might outweigh others. Yeah. I think uh, your last point, some might outweigh others, Mm. is definitely the right um, sort of way to look at it because obviously there isn't 
um, offline is better than online or whatever. It's a collaboration of both. Um, and you can use them both really, really successfully. Uh, of course, depending on what your challenge is, what brand is, where it engages, who it, who, who it talks to, yeah. etc. That will pretty much determine how you go for it. But ultimately, both of them are equally strong in areas. Um, and of course, depending on the job at hand, you'll be able to deploy the right tactics to win it, you know? What about your view on the fact some companies will mimic their online to their offline and some will do a completely different strategy? For some people it works, for some it doesn't. I mean, and, 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 and it just really, again, depends on the brief and what is, you know, what is the challenge and what, what needs to be solved. Sometimes it's about repetition. So if it's about mm. repetition, then maybe if you are a big financial services kind of company, you might want to just keep repeating your messages a couple yeah. of times, maybe different to if you are MTV or if you Coke, you know, you want to really engage at different levels. So yes, um, I, I'm definitely, my personal view is definitely never to just mimic what you're doing mm. above the line into all the other areas. But ultimately, the message needs to come, you know, needs to come through and it still needs to be able to communicate and form part of a bigger comms plan or the mix. You know, Sylvester, this industry is ever-changing. You know, yeah. that's the reality of it all. But how would you have to say, what would you have to say is the importance of such an award ceremony? I think the importance of such an award ceremony is, is very evident in the fact that, obviously, you know, uh, we do need to have benchmark and standards of mm, what is great definitely. PR. Um, and I think without an award ceremony like this, it becomes quite tricky because all of us sit in our own little offices and we believe what we're doing is really great. Ah. But it's really fantastic to be um, standing in front of your peers and looking at what they're doing and how they're tackling issues within the space and then being able to see how far or, or how close you are to some of the best work. So it's a great way to kind of gauge. Not to say that it's the only way to know if you're mm. doing good work or not. Uh-huh. Obviously, there are lots of great um, companies and agencies and brands that work on, 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 on PR that are doing great work. But it's also good to just once in a while tap into the pool of, of, of great minds and thinkers across the country who are doing the same work as you to, to, to see how far um, and, how, and how you fare. So those attending the Prism Awards 2015 can expect to leave here inspired, motivated, seeing new ideas, sharing ideas. Like, I'm, I see a lot of people networking over here. Yeah. And, and luckily, I mean, the, um, the people that are here today are the people that love this thing, mm. you know. <laughs> so you can see networking comes very naturally for them. Lots exactly. of drinking, lots of um, air kisses. You get dressed up in your African Everyone chic clothing. Everyone is dressed up. <laughs> Everyone's looking fabulous. And all those good things. And I think... Um, you know, ultimately, it is about that. It is about inspiration. It is about looking at what other people uh, are doing out there within yeah. the PR space and celebrating great work. And so, it is definitely about about um, inspiration and good energy. And taking Africa to the rest of the world, do you think the PR and commu- communications fields are progressing very well with that? Oh, absolutely. I think there is a very obvious, obvious trend in terms of many brands that are going into other other markets. So the way that you do approach it, and of course, even now with the advent of technology and, and social media and all those things, you can't just look at it from an isolated point of view because things are not just in, happening in South Africa alone. Yeah. We, you know, things are, are, are being shared across the continent. Globalization at its best. Absolutely, absolutely. So we're no longer just looking at competing in, at, in, in South African standards, but it's also about just being not only just Afrocentric, but world-class. Exactly. Do you think, yeah. okay, I'm going to pose a question yes. to you. Do you think one day we're going to have to actually standardize the PR process and communications process as well as the medium because globalization has had such an effect that everything has to be standardized to be understood from country to country? Mm. 
I think maybe standard, standardized is quite a strong word, but I think there, maybe there needs to be a, a form of process, maybe perhaps, that people and brands can look into following. But um, in, this, in, the, in the creative space, in the idea mm. space, in the solving problems in a non-conventional way sort of space, it's definitely standardization is not going to work. You know, mm. It's not going to work to just say, well, that's the five steps, now let's go. Yeah. Uh, because then everybody's going to be doing five steps. And how then do you, do you stand out? Yeah. So, and uh, I guess it's also good to have guide, a guideline of sorts, but it's a, it always is going to be a guide. And ultimately, you want to still be able to bring in your, your flair in how you solve a problem yes. and how you bring your creativity to solve a problem. So... You're talking to the wrong person about standardization. I'm, I, I don't like standardization things. I, they, don't, they don't work for me. I definitely prefer customization all the time and making sure that what you are putting out is obviously mm. very relative to what you're working on. Well, fantastic. Sylvester Chawuke, thank you so much for joining us this and afternoon. Lee, a pleasure. So one of the judges at this year's PRISM and also the founder and chief architect of DNA Brand Architects. I feel very honored to have the opportunity to be speaking to Dr. Amanda Hamilton Atwell, who is the founder and executive director of Business DNA. That is quite the little profile. Yes, I suppose so. But, um, you know, I've been in the communication industry for so many years. Um, it is actually um, a privilege to be part of this and uh, to be part of uh, building the careers of so many people. How is it like with many years of experience and to look at the prison specifically with 18 years, they've been going on very, very strong as well. How is it like to actually see the progression of the PR and communication field? It is incredible because uh, when I started uh, many moons ago, uh, <laughs> public relations was really balloons and boobs. Mm. And if you look at it now, it is a strategic partner in the business. It's organizations that are successful are the organizations that really have a high regard for public relations and not public relations in the superficial uh, sense of the word, but as a communication professional um, to use these people to make, to create an awareness of the message of the organization. From what you've monitored in the outside world and in businesses, are most, pe are most businesses outsourcing their PR and communications or conducting it more in-house? It, it varies. Um, my experience is that the, the big role players mm -hmm. have a very strong internal communication function, but that they outsource the very specialized elements of communication to specialized uh, communication professionals. How essential is PR and communication in a business? Well, now you, you ask me, of course it is the most <laughs> essential part of the business. And I More budget for PR. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't say that in a very, you know, in a, you know, just in a flippant way. Yeah. Um, because if the organization does not succeed in creating um, awareness of its message, of its values, of its strategic orientation amongst its employees and amongst its external stakeholders, it will not be as effective as it could be. And what I often refer to is um, people that econometrics organizations uh -huh. that uh, did research after the um, great uh, economic uh, problems that the companies have in mm -hmm. 2008 
And they found that the organizations that were really effective uh, were the organizations that uh, had good external or external and internal communication functions. And when they did more research about that, they realized and they, they published a lot of articles on that, that um, the conclusion was that organizations and stakeholders can deal with bad news, but they cannot deal with uncertainty. Uh And for me, that is the role of the public relations officer, of the communications professional, to communicate the message. It doesn't matter what the message is, but they will communicate the message. Does um, crisis management fall under PR and communications? Very much so, because that is just one of the messages that uh, we must communicate. And organizations often uh, think that they don't need a crisis communication mm. plan because we don't have a crisis at the moment. Yeah. The problem mm. is they don't know when they will have a crisis. Most definitely, Amanda, in wrapping up, what would you have to say from your side as your personal vision for the PRISM Awards? That it should be more than just an award. People do not enter an awards program just to get an award. They get an award, they enter because they want to measure themselves against their peers. They want to measure themselves against the industry standard. Uh And for me, the PRISM Awards is really setting the industry standards. And that is why people must realize that if you won a PRISM Award this year and you enter the same thing next year, you will probably not get an award Mm. because the standard will be higher. Oh, yeah. And that is why that speaks a lot to the 18 years the prisons have been around and really has become one of the most sought-after awards in this industry. So thank you so much, Dr. Amanda Hamilton Atwell, the founder and executive director of Business DNA. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. We're continuing the conversation right here at the PRISM Awards for 2015, and we're joined by one of the other judges as well, Francois Foster, who also heads up Integrated Marketing Solutions, a creative and strategic agency firmly rooted in digital. Francois, thank you so much for stopping by this afternoon. Thank you. It's quite an interesting journey you've had with the PRISM Awards for 2015 exactly as well, Um, but definitely in the PR and communications uh, world over the years. How have you found the importance and the value of such an award ceremony? to be? I think awards drive agencies to perform better, to create better quality and also drive better business results for their clients. Uh What we're starting to see is the evolution of creative, not just focusing on being clever, but actually focusing on delivering results. And PR is very measurable, especially social media, one of the categories we judged. You know, with digital and social media, we are, as a nation, becoming very, very prominent on a world stage and as equals. But South Africa still has some of those connotations of being conservative to a certain extent. Are we nonetheless open-minded to different ideas? I think we are. It also depends on the generation. Ah. And strangely enough, we're finding people over the age of 45 being a lot more liberal on social media well, than I kids. Well, I a round of applause to South Africa. <laughs> we are making great strides in that sense. How is it important, though, to how has digital media and social media as a whole been uh, crucial in the PR world as well? You know, for the last 60, 70 years, media has been pushing information to, to people. Yeah. And there's a great quote. It's probably about six or seven years old now. And it says, basically, 12% of people are influenced by advertising and... 
88% are influenced by things people tell them. Wow. And the example I give is I say, if I'm a chef yeah. and mm-hmm. you're looking for a good steak in Josie and you say to Francois, hey, you know, where's the best steak I can have? And I say, restaurant ABC. Yeah. You'll probably take what I say with some kind of credibility compared to seeing a billboard up on the road. Word of mouth. TV ad. Yeah, word, word of, of mouth, mouth, especially if there's some kind of credibility behind the person saying something uh-huh. about it. It's becoming quite powerful. That's what social media is. And if I write a review on TripAdvisor or I put something on mm. Facebook, I'm endorsing it. Yes. All companies love word of mouth because it's basically free advertising, no? Not free. Yeah. Not, the way, <laughs> not the way Facebook have modeled there. You pay to get likes and you pay to reach the people who are your fans. And conscious popular belief, it's actually not that cheap to reach people on social media. But one, it's measurable, and two, it's actually pretty effective if you compare it to other media channels. With social media now being a big thing in 2015, you now have PR communication. How do you know whether to react to like a Facebook thread or something if it's going to negatively affect your company or if it's just going to be overlooked by the public? How do you know whether to take something seriously or it's just a fad, it's just going to disappear, roll away? You know, you're quite fortunate in the respect that on Facebook, you can actually hide a post. Ah. It's a very little known thing. If, if you've got a company page and if you hide it and you ban the user, they themselves and their direct friends still see the post, but no one else in the world can. You but see, this is why it makes sense. I was told Francois is the person who asks the right questions, uh, he makes decisions, and he takes actions. And that's why. That's what I've learned. Hiding Facebook posts. That's what I learned from now on. And I must say, that's your, your first tool in your... Do you, toolbox. do you think that a company can positively like use websites such as Hello Peter, complaint websites? Well, talking about Hello Peter, I think we've seen an evolution. Ten years ago, if you complained, you might get a response. Exactly. This yeah. is South Africa. But today, you don't really go to a complaint site as much as you used to. You actually go to your own personal social media. Uh-huh. End of last year, there was a gentleman who owns a social media company in Cape Town. And he got messed around by a moving company. And <laughs> wow. he refused to pay them and took that money instead and put into social media and put a paid campaign about how bad they were. <laughs> this is the evolution. You never me, know who you're missing. Me going on Twitter yeah. and Facebook and telling everybody I know how bad a company is, is to an extent almost more effective than Hello Peter. Because at the end mm. of the day, who actually goes to Hello Peter or these kind of review sites? Uh-huh. It's a better place to share in your own social media. I was just thinking, I could say I had a problem with a company. I could make a Facebook uh, post. I could promote that post. And I'd probably get more out of that company than if I had to just phone their customer service. Exactly, because there it's one-on-one. Now you're telling the world. Now I've got like a whole <laughs> gang with me. Exactly. You're letting the secret out, okay? We don't want to let all these PR execs in the room start sweating profusely this evening. But Francois, with all these different aspects, this is quite a challenging job. And put on the judge tag as well this evening, what was the sort of criteria you looked at in uh, awarding the winners for this evening? We've got quite specific criteria in terms of how we judge based on the entry, how it's structured, produced, mm-hmm. the innovation, and most importantly, the change it causes. Uh-huh. So we look quite heavily at, is it new, is it clever, and has it caused change? In the social media category, we had a large number of entries. Oh, we actually yeah. had a number there. There were some really mediocre, but there were a couple of incredible entries. People who, to use the cliche, thought outside of the box. They literally climbed outside the box and dug a new hole, yeah. to be quite honest, in terms of the innovative thinking. And then also the change. It's easy in social media to spend a million bucks on something and yeah. reach a, a few hundred thousand people, even a few million people. 
with limited budget and clever ideas, things can and do go Those viral. Are the people we will be seeing here at the Prisms Awards 2015, hey, Sia? Exactly. So thank you so much for stopping by. Francois Foster, you know, I will now officially go to you if I need the right questions answered. <laughs> and he's also heads up Integrated Marketing Solutions. Thank you so much for making time thank for Thank you. So I was asked to introduce our next guest, and really, honestly speaking, I don't even know where to begin. Her name is Lauren Volmink, and she's the Director of Atmosphere Communications, which really swept up almost every single award this evening. First and foremost, Lauren, congratulations. Thank you very much. I know you and your team are like a few seconds away from painting the town red in celebration. <laughs> Definitely. What a lot of awards. Like, where do we even begin to list them? <laughs> Should we start with the one Rand man? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a dead giveaway. We knew that would win. Uh-huh. That, that was talk of the town at some point. It, I think it was the fact people thought it wasn't possible and he made it possible. You guys made it possible. Exactly. Yeah. No, it, it was an incredible journey and I think... We have to say thank you to our client, Sanam, for trusting us because it was one that they needed to be very brave for. Uh-huh. Um, because what people either don't uh, understand or don't believe us when we say it was completely unscripted. Mm. So we really oh. were, we were watching a journey unfold and, and that was really the success of it for us. You know, I remember with the One Rand Man campaign, it was one of the uh, ads on YouTube. Yes. And usually you like press skip ad as soon as you're done with the five seconds. But with that, I was engrossed with the story and I was like, how's he going to pay this? You know, all these different things. So really, what a great campaign and definitely well-deserved. You know, if we move on to... Um, the social media for public relations, you know, best use of social media to lead a campaign. You guys won gold there for your MWeb dinner cam. Uh, also, uh, Atmosphere Communications won bronze for the launch of the MWeb Wi-Fi service. Also, congratulations there. My goodness, the list is endless. What do awards like this mean for uh, you guys? Sure. Uh, where do we start? I think it's, it's, it really is something that we are very proud of. Uh-huh. Um, you know, when we when we get a brief from a client or when we're sitting in a room and burning the midnight oil and coming up with ideas, we really pour everything into it. Heart, soul, blood, sweat and tears. And and to be acknowledged for that among the best in, in South Africa is really something that we're incredibly proud of. Uh-huh. Um, and I think, you know, awards in the industry are, are often seen as sort of the, the advertising for our industry. Um, and it is something that we definitely see a spin-off in terms of, of business, in terms of new client wins. So it, it really is incredibly important for us. Also, then we can also move on to the best mid-sized public relations consultancy. Uh, you guys won there. And, of course, the campaign of the year, South African campaign of the year. Uh, you won last year as well, and you got gold this year. Where I would like to just see your offices. Where are all of these going? <laughs> Are you taking them home, Lauren? What's the deal? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to make some space on the mantle. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 just been such an incredible. 2014 was an incredible year for us, mm-hmm. and 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 largely due to the fact that Atmosphere is part of the King James Group, and we are six communication specialist agencies in one. Wow. Um, and 2014, I think, was definitely the year where all of that came together so beautifully, and in in all of the campaigns, and particularly the ones that won this year there was a special part that was played by every single agency within the group. And, and from the beginning right to the end, we, we collaborated till it hurt. Yeah. Um, and, and we're seeing the, the rewards for that. You know, from your personal point of view, and I know you definitely swept up tonight, but which one were you really gunning for? Which award did you really <laughs> want to take home tonight? 
One Run Man, yeah. um, definitely. So Campaign of the Year was, was one that we were really holding thumbs for. Um, but I think also mid-sized agency because atmosphere is, is very much built on, on a team. Yeah. Um, and it's not about individuals. It's not about, um, you know, one team over the other. We are, we rally together. Um, and, and whether that is for one of my clients or one of another team's clients, for everything we do, it's done as one team. And, and that really for us to be acknowledged as mid-sized agency is a celebration of that effort. Fantastic stuff. Lauren, and then finally, where to from here? Good question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be discussed in the strike meeting tomorrow? No, no pressure. Um, you, you know, I, I think 2014 for us laid a foundation for, I think, a very big next phase for, for both Atmosphere as well as the King James Group. And I think you're going to see a lot more um, idea-led uh, campaigns coming through that are, are exploded into every single discipline and specialist field possible. And, and that for us is extremely exciting. Wow. Uh, so watch this space. Yes. Uh, we, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> Definitely. You're all over the atmosphere. Excuse the fact. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Volbeck, the Director of Atmosphere Communications. Thank you so much for making time for clipcentral.com. Thank you. Welcome back from Fleischman Hillard, Kevin Willman, the MD. And I see you brought along with you Larry Kumalo, Brand Marketing, as well as Vanessa Pard, the Director. Yes, and it's only befitting that they bring the whole crew because I don't even know. I'd love to be a fly on the wall tomorrow morning at the office because where do you go about redecorating and making space for all the awards? So first and foremost, congratulations to the whole team. Thank you. Thank you. It's Thank very, you. very befitting. So I just want to know from a personal point of view, coming into the prisms this year, which were the, which were the categories you were really gunning for and wanting to win? The ones we won. <laughs> That's, that's it. And I also want to know, just on a little side note, what's Fleischmann's actual motto? Because I feel like world domination is appropriate. <laughs> Pretty much. World domination Pretty works much. just fine for us. It, it really is big because you just start flipping over in the program and it's almost like Fleischmann is in every single category and you won every single category. How many awards do we have here? So yeah, they won one, two, three, four, five, six seven awards exactly so really it is only befitting and we cannot stop singing your praises i think the really big ones are, of course pan-african campaign of the year you guys won that for your prospect campaign with barclays africa and um gold in best large public relations consultancy what did you have to say now after all the blood sweat and tears has been the secret to your success um it's honestly it's really about having the greatest team, mm -hmm. the greatest talent across all our different portfolios and really tapping into what's the best that the next person has to offer mm. and pulling that together in all our campaigns, in all our day-to-day -day work actually and having an incredible leadership team that rallies all the troops together. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's a fantastic team that does the best that they do we do the best that we do on a daily basis. And really, that's what it all boils down to. What do you have to say to those people who just have misconceptions of how PR is just a glamorous job? You serve red velvet cupcakes, and as long as people are fine with that, you've done your job. We're super proud as, uh, in so much as the, the industry has started to change, the perceptions of the industry started to change. Uh -huh. um, we've seen over the last couple of years where we've been participating, um, just the level of interest in the PR Awards, the fact that we were uh, 100 people oversubscribed this year, 
Um, I think the, the change has started to happen. Um, people are starting to take PR a lot more seriously than they did in the past. Uh-huh. Uh, we're super proud that we have uh, secured some great awards this year for Flashman Hillard in the two categories that we really want to do, um, Best Lard Agency and Agency of the Year. We operate across the African continent and, and good to see that that's uh, starting to get the recognition. Um, and yeah, Best Large Agency of the Year. I mean, we're really proud of the team that we have, the operation that we have, and um, definitely the, the tide of the perception of uh, PR is starting to change. And how do you go about, for lack of a better term, making some campaigns sexy? You know, how do you go about getting that rousing response from certain people when you're not really working with the most um, vanilla causes out there to well, really appeal to a lot well, of people? Well, did you see we won uh, two awards in pure on a shoestring? So, yes. So we know how to do this when there are no budgets, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, and, and that's great. We know how to kind of supplement that. Um, absolutely brilliant. But, um, you know, you've got to be quite like creative in, in your approach, you've got to um, think of new things, you've got to think of how you would do things differently and Kev, any yeah, I think I think to add to that, we, we work for all different clients in, all, in, a, in a multitude of fields, we've got a team of about 70 people we've got healthcare specialists, we've got brand marketing specialists like Larry next to me, we've got a financial guru um, in Vanessa at the, end of the, at the end of the couch we've got absolutely amazing people, but once you understand your clients, understand exactly what they want to get out of a program, you can do amazing work and you overlay that with creativity you overlay that with, with storytelling and we've just in the last in the last year we've merged with a small media agency so now we can build videos in house, we build apps in house, we build wow. websites in house we're actually building a game for one of our clients because we believe that's the best way of telling their story, the game's going to be available in the iStore and on Windows phones etc because that's the audience that they need to wow. speak to so it's, it's just finding the right people with the right energy aligning them to the client's business strategy and the rest all comes together when a client's looking for an agency these awards, once they see the like wide array of awards does that put you a cut above the rest? I think I believe it does absolutely. I mean, the, the awards for me about five years ago, I wasn't really that interested in entering awards, quite mm-hmm. honestly. And we, we came around slowly, and we started taking awards a lot, a lot more seriously in the last year or two. We we've won large agency of the year. We won it for the first time last year. We we've held on to our title, I suppose, this year. And and yes, people do notice it, and yes, people do call it out. It it does make a huge difference. But more importantly than that, it gives the seventy people back at the shop tomorrow morning reasons to cheer, and that for me is is equally as important, if not more important. Can we expect celebrations back at the office tomorrow yeah, morning? I was about to actually say, is Kevin, everyone getting I caught up on tomorrow breakfast? morning? No half day nyana, no like <laughs> afternoon drinks tomorrow maybe. I'm just asking for them. <laughs> a jumping castle. Absolutely. There's, there's a good group of people here tonight. I can assure you they won't be in bed soon. Ah, <laughs> and there will be champagne at breakfast in the agency, I can guarantee. We're not planning to be in bed anytime soon. <laughs> but Kevin, I do definitely think that these are the moments where you can reflect and share a few words of wisdom and just gratitude to your team taking this moment what would you like to say to your team words of wisdom at this point are probably as far from the truth as can be (laughs) (laughs) the the wine was flowing inside but I'm fortunate and I I genuinely believe this I'm fortunate to run the agency I do we've got the most amazing people they keep coming back they work incredibly hard they're incredibly dedicated they push each other they're quite competitive I can't lie but they, they're absolutely amazing people. We've got the most incredible vibe in the agency. We've got the most incredible clients that keep coming back. 
and it's it's just wonderful to work with them. And I must I must say one last thing: the energy I derive most in the agency are from our interns. We, really, we, we hire twenty-two-year-old rocket scientists. Do you have like a wow. favorite intern? <laughs> I don't know if we I don't know if we have a favorite, but we have a good group of interns. They do amazing stuff. They they push the boundaries in social. They push the boundaries in. They they just fearless and they're just awesome. And you ask them how to go about something, and they don't have pre preconceived ideas that we've made up for the last ten mm-hmm. years. They really, I'll be honest, they fuel me with incredible energy. And the fact that tomorrow morning they're going to see these awards in the display shelf. That just tells them that they made the right choice with with which uh, agency to go to. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're more likely to see them um, in the hands of our directors running around the agency. Oh, <laughs> and I mean, that too. Within a week, they'll be in the display shelf. Well, let me just tell you, it makes a great selfie. So yes, I was just about to say week. that. Yeah. Let your interns take selfies with them tomorrow. So thank you so much for stopping by. To Kevin, Vanessa, and Larry, all from Fleischmann Willard, South Africa. Big, big congratulations once again. Thank you so much for making time for CliffCentral.com. Thank you. Thank you. Continuing the celebrations right here at the PRISM Awards for 2015 at the Maslow Hotel in Santa Johannesburg. And we're now talking to two representatives from MNC Saatchi Abel, Jason Harrison, Managing Director, and Verta Lombard, who's the Head of Talent and Transformation. So first and foremost, gentlemen, a huge, huge congratulations from our side. Congratulations. Thank oh, you yes. so much. Thank, Thank you. you How does it feel to you to win these awards? Well, it's fantastic. You know, I think uh, it's, it's awesome to see... Uh, such a breadth of talent uh, uh, and ideas that come out at these type of awards. And I think what we're particularly proud of is, uh, is obviously just seeing awards that can change the world, you know, mm. and, and ideas that can change the world. And that's really something that we're very passionate about and always want to see, I guess, in advertising, in PR, in any of those disciplines. You know, that's what really stood out for me with uh, MNC Saatchi Abel's wins this evening, is your categories really have heart to it. You went for gold in the community relations category and also in the NGO campaign. Uh, You also won gold there with your respective campaigns. What actually goes into wanting and really successfully, in your case, transcending the message of the different campaigns and all that it encompasses? Yeah, I think that what's uh, really important is if you look at where South Africa is at the moment and the, the increasing disparity between the haves and the have-nots, um, it's, it's not ideal and it's not where this country needs to be. And one of the key things that we wanted to do with the street store was to try and bridge that divide. You know, mm-hmm. how do you start to bring the haves and the have-nots together uh, and meet in a place that's uh, non-confrontational, is respectful, and uh, ultimately is of benefit to both parties. Yeah. And I think if you look at what the street store was, I guess you could call it the world's first uh, rent-free, premises-free pop-up store for the homeless, where the homeless were very comfortable to come and shop, and the, uh, the, the people that wanted to give could come and hang up their clothes and help out. Yeah. And I think when you start to bring those two people together and those communities together, uh, you do remarkable things. Now, I don't know about you, but the term go for gold almost encompasses where you two are from tonight. Where to from here? Uh, it's, it's interesting. I think the, the biggest thing is that what, what is very interesting is when it started on the streets of Cape Town with one store. Mm-hmm. And um, we are just about to host the 200th street store. Oh, so, wow. so globally, um, one happens once every two days which is an amazing statistic. And I think that talks to the power of social media, talks to the power of open source thinking. And if you look at what our, uh, we did, we put the street store online and we, we, we opened it up completely. We went open source. So anyone from 
South America to Australasia can download the artwork and host their own street store, which makes it easy. People want to contribute in their own countries. Homelessness isn't a South African problem. It's a global problem, and they've got the, the right to do that. Now, I don't know, but I'm already getting a sense, Voter, as the head of talent and transformation. I'm getting a sense that the criteria for actually getting into MNC such able will be slightly higher and tougher now. Well, um, our benchmark is very high, but fundamentally it come down, comes down to two things. Brave people that want to do brave and remarkable impact in the world. Wow. And if you can do that, you're welcome at the agency. What's your view on those not going with the flow, those not doing what's been done those trying, like, even though they might fail at this new, like, campaign or whatever, that's, like, out of this world, say they want to take a car to Mars or something. Like, what you, what you have to say about that? People just being different. I think failure fuels innovation. You have to try. Ooh, sorry, you... that is a quote for the night. <laughs> failure fuels innovation. You've got to try. You've got to try. And, you know, when you don't fail, um, look at what, what worked, what didn't work, and innovate and, and build on what did. And I think that was certainly the case with the street show. You know, we tried it on the first one in Cape Town, and suddenly you kind of got a sense of what's really the magic behind it, and you uh-huh. can build on that. And, you know, when you start out a campaign like that, the inclination is quite easy to go, oh, this is our idea. Mm. But then you realize actually the impact that it can make in the world. The easiest thing is to make it open source. And, and the results show tonight as well about the results of making it open source, allowing everyone to be participate in that. Because when you've got a great idea, how amazing to change the world if you let everyone take ownership of that idea. Fantastic stuff. And that is why you're walking away with two gold awards this evening. And I think, Sia, just what I'd like to say, I think what's also amazing is that if you look at the Haven Night Shelter and what they've done on Napier Street, you know, starting in Cape Town and really just exploding it, I mean, all credit and kudos to them. I think they, they realized the power of an idea and they ran with it. You know, they realized they didn't have to just solve homelessness in Cape Town. They uh-huh. could contribute to homeless globally. Yeah. And I think the Haven is an outstanding client that they've given us the freedom to absolutely do the thing that changes the world so and they are changing the world which is amazing absolutely a round of applause to everyone really so gentlemen let us not hold you back any longer there are champagne bottles that need to be popped there's yeah, a town let that the celebrations needs to be continue red thank you so much for making some time for cliffcentral.com thank you great guys thank you a great job thanks very much enjoy guys so yeah, that is a wrap on uh, our PRISM Awards 2015. Exactly. Right here. Hashtag PRISMs 2015 at the Maslow Hotel. Done and dust. Everybody's busy celebrating their, their winnings? Yes. I'm expecting a little pe- a few people here and there to really be late for work tomorrow. I have a feeling that <laughs> these celebrations are going to carry out into the office and they're going to let everybody join in. Exactly. But you know, it's, it's much deserved. These really have been like the creme de la creme of the PR and communications field. And not only in South Africa, as we've seen tonight, but the whole of Africa. And we really are sending Africa to the world with these great campaigns. The biggest congratulations to all the winners. And I really look forward to next year. Given the campaigns we saw today, oh, yeah. I can just imagine what they're going to bring to the table next year. They're all pushing boundaries and they should be applauded for that. So until next year, Prisms 2015, I think that's a wrap, Mike. I think that's a wrap. So from myself, Sia Sanguinifan. And myself, Michael Flax. Thank you so much for listening in. Cliffcentral.com.